What's going on, guys? It's Real with Jordan and Demi. Demi is out today, but I have two very special guests. We have Madeline Bailey and Rachel Gray. What's going on, guys? What's up? Hey, you. Now, you guys are both singers. I try, I've been trying to like uh, match people who are kind, have some kind of something in common. And you guys are both singers. You guys both sing. So that's what you guys have in common. Actually, yeah. you guys have both worked. Minimally. In, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you guys have also done Boyce Avenue songs. So. Oh, I, ha- I haven't. I've, I've toured with them. I haven't actually recorded a, a song with them before. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I haven't toured them, but I've recorded a song. Okay, so, so, the so together, so together, <laughs> so, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so um, and and Madeline, you are you are pregnant. I am. I am currently pregnant. We'll just get that out of the way. So because I feel like sometimes you watch an interview on TV or something, and you're like, "Are they pregnant? Are they? I can't." And then so we'll just we'll just we'll get it out there. Yeah. Get out there. And you have uh, you've kind of had your uh, your pregnancy journey on social media. Yes. Yeah. It's been a long two year process with a lot a lot of doctors involved. So a lot less romantic <laughs> than than you'd think and Rachel you are not pregnant I'm not pregnant so no we don't have that in common no we don't Do not have, have that, have that in common, common. <laughs> um so uh and uh so your latest singles um uh Madeline it's been a while since you released something right um yeah so I'm releasing my debut album in August 23rd my debut album Hollywood Dead's coming out but I've been releasing singles for the last couple of months which is really exciting and um, it's cool to finally have this project be out there. I've been planning it for a really long time. And it's your debut, right? Yeah, it's my debut. first album. Had 12 songs, like a full-length album. Um, it was a lot of work. <laughs> I don't know if they'll ever release 12 songs again all at one time. Um, but I'm glad I did it. It was definitely a really cool exploration into like who I am as an artist, a deeper dive into what I would sound like sonically from top to bottom of an, uh, of an album, like what kind of story I want to tell, what kind of songs I want to sing. So I think if anybody is like questioning who they are as an artist, I would say put together a full-length album. It will take you through a journey, and by the time you get to the end of it, you will have a lot better understanding of like who you are and what kind of songs you want to sing. Right, um, and that's one thing I've noticed working with artists the last few years is people care less about making full-length albums in general. Um, they, they want, because I've heard the argument that people won't listen to the seventh or eighth or ninth track on an album, and so it's be- you're better off just releasing singles. But I consider an album to be an artist's, you know, that's their statement. That's like if you're a writer, it's your version of a novel, you know. Yeah. Um, so that being said, Rachel, you haven't released an album. You've just not. done singles. Now, you, you, have, you don't have as long a track record as Madeline. Madeline, you have... 10 plus years yeah, of, of so recording Yeah, I'm so old. I'm super old. Oh <laughs> you gosh. started, you started uh. really. But, 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 but Rachel, you're, you've only been recording for a couple of years. Yeah. So how are you feeling in terms of the whole like, what do I do next? Do I make an album? Do I not make an album? I will definitely be making an album. I think it's really cool. I mean, I started releasing music almost two years ago now. And the coolest part is honestly getting to know who you are as an artist. And I feel... Like the more that I evolve as a person is the more my music evolves as well. Where I go from sad girl pop to mad girl pop. And it's kind of just like bringing everybody along with me in my journey of figuring out who I am. Because I feel like everybody's always doing that as well. Yeah, and b- both you guys really don't have a specific genre. I guess you're just 
pop and just different styles of pop. Rachel, I think your music is the music you listen to when you're staring out the window when it's raining. Uh, <laughs> I'd say that's a good idea to listen to that you're doing that. Um, and and you're, you're known for kind of sadder songs, more melancholy songs, more introspective songs. Um, are you okay with that reputation or do you wish you had more of like a happy, bouncy kind of... You know, I think slowly that it's going to become both. And I think it slowly is going to. My most recent song is called You Suck. You suck. That's what I was going to say. And um, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say that's necessarily sad. <laughs> I'd say it's a little bit on the angrier side. I'm a very happy person. And I think when people actually know me online or have met me in person, they're like, what's going on, Rach? Like, what? Like, why are you so sad? Um, I'm not. I think I use music as therapy and just a way of coping with life. And I like to put it into my music so that other people can feel it with me. But there will be songs that are a lot happier coming out as well, and I think it will start to become skewed and just me showing every emotion that I have as a person. Now, uh, Madeline, you, you've, you've been an, uh, on social media and, and big on YouTube for a long time. Um, do you feel like you have anything resembling a private life now? Um, I actually think as a musician, like this is the one like influencer category that like you can have a lot of privacy with, like because there aren't a lot of opportunities actually for me to share share my personality other than like posts on like Instagram or something. Otherwise, I'm just sh like sharing my songs and and I, I guess the stories behind the songs would be maybe a little bit of where the personality comes out. But I feel like I feel like I'm pretty good at sharing what I want to share and um, not sharing what I don't want to share. <laughs> yeah. And. Rachel, do you feel like you're, you, you, have you tried to stay away from being like an influencer? And like, I think it would be hard to be any kind of singer, musician in the, in the pop sphere. Now, if you were like an underground punk band, it's a different deal. But do you feel like, you know, you have to be sort of like an influencer as well as a musician at the same time or... I think if you're a musician, you are influencing. So in a way, Good answer. if you're in yeah. the public eye, you should be influencing and in some way an influencer mm. or you shouldn't have a platform. So I'd say 100% on both ends. Like if you're a musician, you should be putting out the right message into the world. And I hope that everybody takes it from me and is influenced by the things that I have to say. So I'd say in that way, for sure. Um, I also love to show who I am as a person online and let people actually become my friend. I call my fan base my friend base. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's definitely something that I take pride in. For sure. I think it makes a huge difference when, I, this sounds so obvious, but, you know, we all know artists, I think a good reflection of an artist's popularity and their connection with their fans is what their comment section looks like. You know, when you drop stuff, you're always going to have your friend, your friends are going to be like, oh, this is so great, oh, you look so great, blah, 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 this sounds amazing. But, like, when you have people going on there and saying, come to Indianapolis, when are you going to be in Minnesota? When, I, you know, like, when is it? I think that's a whole different deal. So, um, yeah, like, do you... That's nothing battling. You have so many followers do you see everything that comes across? I can't imagine what it's like to be a someone with a million followers or even a, a couple hundred thousand followers. Can you just use Instagram like a regular person or is just constantly, you know? What's your experience like on social media because you have so many followers? <laughs> I mean, I, 
I love social media. I fell in love with social media the, the first moment I found out about it. I've always wanted to be there. The plan. I feel like I'll, there are some artists out there that are like, oh, I'll I'll do social media because it'll help my music. I was never like that. I was like, I want to do social media because I love social media and I love connecting with the fans. And I like exactly like you were saying, like they become yeah. your, they become your friends. I agree Gen with genuinely because yeah. you spend so much time with them. Right. <laughs> um, but no, I love social media. I love how social media. And music can combine in like I think the coolest way. I think the coolest kind, like some of the coolest content is music related and social media related, and the way that they come together is is so fun. Um, I'd say that I think I, like you were saying, your fan base is a reflection of like you and your personality, uh -huh. and my fam is just they're so positive and they're so funny and weird and like goofy and like sassy and like I don't know I just <laughs> they're so fun and I'd say that over the years that it's really just only gotten bigger but the same energy like it's been the same energy from the beginning which is cool how do you feel about the idea that there's you know you guys have embraced social media but I feel like there are artists who like don't want to be bothered with it or like, no, don't look at me, but also listen to my song. Um, do you feel like it's almost like just part of the deal? Like if you're in the pop music sphere, like you have to do it. I mean, to each their own, obviously, if you don't want to be on social media, don't be on social media. But today's world, social media obviously is really, really present. And I think it's really important to just express yourself in many ways, I think the coolest part of social media is like you have your music, but you also have another platform to show who you are and be able to connect in so many other ways. So if you are a musician, I recommend going on social media, just get to know your following, become friends with them. They're the people supporting you and making you who you are. So, yeah. Yeah. And I also think like each person has their own ability to make their, like you were saying, make their social media what you want to make it. You can you you can make sure your comment section is clean. You you can you can promote the kind of uh, attitudes and personality. You you draw people to you that are that are similar to you. So you do kind of like create your audience, like curate your own audience around you. And people who like want to listen to your music will find you. And um, no, I think. I understand why there are some artists out there who say, I don't want to do social media, it's very toxic, but I think that you can make social media a really positive place to be, and that's kind of where I'm at, where I'm like, I want to create a community that's safe for people to come, be weird, be goofy, be themselves, listen to music, enjoy similar things, read the same books, watch the same TV shows, and like feel like there's somewhere in the world that they like have a group of people that are similar yeah, to community. them. Yeah, community, for sure, yeah. How much do you guys pay attention to what other artists are doing and say, like, I like what they're doing? I should... You could go first. <laughs> <laughs> Was that, is, that, is that a sore um, subject? No, no. I just, it's, a, it's an interesting question. Um, I mean, I definitely listen to a lot of music. I think I get really inspired by other people releasing new music, like different lyrics, different production styles. So, yeah, I definitely listen to a lot of music. I definitely listen, like, watch what people are releasing. Um, but I don't know that, I think I still have my own voice in how I write my music, release my songs, and what I do on social media. I have my own twist on everything that I do. Yeah, I completely agree. I think nowadays it's easy to compare yourself because there's so many people online doing the same thing as you, where I love supporting other artists online. It's my favorite thing ever. I follow so many artists and it's really inspiring. But it's more like I'm looking at what they're doing and I'm inspired by it, but I also have my own lane where I love to see what they're doing and then doing something different with my own thing. So 
again, I love supporting it. I don't try, like, I try my best not to compare or think about, like, oh, what's this artist doing and how can I do it, whatever, like them. It's almost like, okay, I love what this artist is doing. How do I do it differently to become more of who I am as a person? Let's talk about the music itself and not social media. Um, are you guys constantly writing down lyrics? Um, people who don't make music like me just assume that everyone who writes music carries around a little moleskin notebook and is like, oh, the trees, oh, uh, you know, like, how, are you constantly writing or do you have set, a, set aside time for writing? How does that work? Constantly. <laughs> Absolutely constantly. Constantly. My husband jokes, he's like, if, if Madeline looks like she's spaced out and she's on a different planet, she's writing a song in her head right then in the moment. And I could be like in the middle of a conversation. I can like anywhere. It's like bad to the and point. And also the moleskin. I mean, this is it. You pull right. it out and you're like, I have See, an idea. I, I have like I feel like there's a lot of people notes. who like physically writing in a notebook. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, my notes app is disgusting. It's like a grocery list and then random like heartfelt lyrics <laughs> yeah, underneath. Yeah, yeah. It's like over. Like if you're going through it, you think I'm crazy but yeah. it even has gotten to a point where like I'm in the middle of sleeping and I wake up with a melody and like grab my phone and I start singing in it in the middle of the night wake up and I'm like Rach that was like what, what girl yeah. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not even a, I'm, I'm obviously not I'm, I interview musicians I'm not one myself but I do sometimes when you're in that like half awake half asleep thing you can like hear melodies that like aren't real yet that yeah. are just like your mind made them yeah. and yeah it's it's crazy um and so we live in this cycle where you have to come out with a new single every two or three months. Um, do you sometimes wish you lived in the world maybe in the 90s or the, even the 2000s where you could release something and then chill for a year and then, or do you like the constant? I love it. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> I'm like, no, I want to work all I was the time. <laughs> you to, I was expecting you guys to say, no, I, I, I would like to chill and, you know. No, no, I'm just happier when I'm working and writing and creating and making stuff, whether it's music or content or it doesn't really like matter, whether it's writing a song or, or filming a video, like I love all of it and I'm so much happier. I'm so much happier when I'm working. Me too. I'm the same exact way. <laughs> but I also think it's important to bring everybody along with like where you're at emotionally and where you are in life. I think it connects everybody even closer and you could really help a lot of people when you're constantly sharing your thoughts and it's like you're putting down thoughts that other people can't put words to. So I think it's really important to just keep them in the loop all the time with your life and allow people to connect with you. And also to say like, I've been doing this for a very long time. Like we discussed, I'm very old. Um, <laughs> you started early. You I started did, I started early. when I was 16. Yeah. Um, now that she's pregnant, she thinks she's like a grandma. <laughs> no, but my channel's like, like 14 years old or something. It's like kind of a lot. Um, anyway, but I've been doing it for a long time and it is okay to take time off if you want to take time off. The last two years of my life have been very stressful in the sense of like medically speaking. I've had surgeries. I've had lots of doctor appointments. And so my content definitely slowed down over the last two years just because of life it gets, you know, it happens. But um, yeah, it's okay to take a little bit of time off People won't, forget, people won't forget about you, and also you'll always have an opportunity. There's always another train to catch. Like, you'll never, oh, I missed the train. I'll never get on one again. Like, it's not true. So take the time off if you need it for your mental health. Come back at it with more energy and more experience and more perspective. And don't do a live stream from the operating room. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> I'm sure that's been no. done. I'm sure, <laughs> no, no, no. But that's I'm sure it. it's been done before. I'm sure it's been done before. Um, you, and Madeline, you started doing covers was the first thing you you had you know you became known for 
what was the transition like when you wh- at what point were you like I need to make original music I need to like make my own stuff I don't want to be just yeah. a cover artist so I was always doing original songs so I would do like the ratio would be like for every four covers I would release an original song or something like that yeah. um, so I, I was always writing songs I was always releasing covers and originals I still release covers and originals yeah, yeah. Um, I think covers are just a really fun way to like draw in an audience that might not know about who I am and then when you know I make music that's similar to what the cover sounds like and it's like it's a good introduction in into who I am also it's been it's literally changed my life like it made music my full-time career which is awesome it taught me so much about like vocal arrangement song arrangement picking the right key for my voice and so and also recording like when I was first coming to LA to to record my covers I would fly in and and in in a three-day period I would sing 10 songs, film 10 videos, and then go back to Wisconsin and then have content for two or three months. And so I learned how to record vocals really fast, really well, um, under pressure. And so it's been really, really helpful with like writing sessions now because now I can just go in and like spit out a melody or sing something. Like I'm just so much more confident with my ability vocally in a studio. Yeah, I will. I would yeah. assume. Yeah, you, you had to practice. That. Yeah, <laughs> a lot yeah. of practice. Yeah, and, and and Rachel, you're you're a Jersey girl, and you're a proud Jersey girl. You actually filmed you filmed a, a music video at one of your favorite spots recently. I did. Um, I did. Yeah, I, uh, that's funny. If you do a Google news search, the most recent thing is Rachel's like doing a, a music video in your favorite was a pizza spot or something or. A, it was a restaurant that like literally everybody goes to in the town. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's fun. we uh, Maya uh, Demi's not here. She's she's from the Bronx, and we talk about East Coast versus West Coast. Um, when you're out here versus in New York, what's the vibe like in terms of the music industry? The difference. It's so. I mean. Music industry is mainly out here now. Right. I love New York. New York is my favorite place in the world. I lived there for a little bit. I'm there every week. I love the people there. I love the energy there. But the biggest thing to me is the hustle culture. I love, like, I'm not, like, we're the same in the aspect of, like, we love to work. And it's, like, I feel weird when I'm not. Yeah. So I love coming out here. And when I'm out here, it's, like, every single day I'm working. And I come out here specifically to write and meet people in the industry and everything. And New York for me is kind of like I get to chill back and actually enjoy life a little bit aside from work. I do work there as well, but L.A. to me is like the the hustle as well. When I've worked with uh, New York artists, I feel like they have to be pushed more to, to promote their stuff, to push their stuff out there because I feel like there's there's a mentality in New York that like, you know, don't brag, don't talk about how great you are until you have something to show for it. And so I feel like in LA, people are like, look at my thing, look how great my thing is before it's even like being established as great. And it's almost like sitting back in New York, everyone's like, yeah, I made that, I made that song, isn't it great? You know, like, it definitely has a different approach, but I also think New York, like East Coast is very much like, Right, like tell it as it is I, type I, I of say, energy. I feel like New York is so blunt. I'm like, that's yeah. what I feel. I feel like I, I like with me. I'm always <laughs> like, hey guys, hear my stuff. Like, <laughs> I mean, t- like, I guess it depends on the person. I could see what you mean a little bit. Yeah, I love promoting my stuff. I like right. to share it to everybody 24 seven. I never miss a day. So, I, I have a fr- I have a friend of mine. I went to a school night show here in LA. Uh, there's a, it's yeah. a st- we showcase, and I don't know. Have you done school night before? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like everyone's done school night, you know. But I had um, when you're in New York and you're at a show, 
you never like talk to a stranger or like, you know, if someone's like over, I was like, had my camera stuff with me and like some girl came in, she's like, hey, how are you? Like, oh, like, hey, I'm a, well, you knew, and she's telling me, and I'm like, you would never do that in, in, in uh, New York. Everyone's like too cool. And so I, it was just, it was an adjustment for me to get used to. <laughs> I have such an interesting, like, it's, it's such a different outlook for me. I I'm guess a guy, I feel like maybe that's maybe. part of it, you like, know? Well, for me, I'm, I want to talk to every single stranger that walks past sure. me because I could talk to a sure. wall and I love it. I don't want to talk yeah. to any strangers. Yeah, I love it. I love no it. Strangers. I'm like that the type of like, person. No, no strangers for me. No, I'm the type of person, like I've sat and had a conversation with a homeless person before. Like I genuinely love it and I love meeting random people. I guess some people are like that, but I feel like it's more, I could be wrong, <laughs> but I feel like in New York, it's more everybody's talking to everybody and wants to meet everyone in LA is more like, Head down, yeah. grind. I feel and like specifically get out of it, it shows it yeah. was like that. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Madeline, are you, are you? You've been out here for how long now? Um, eight years. <laughs> you don't sound thrilled really, about that. No, just another long. I've been here for eight no, years. No, I, I don't. I don't mean it like that. I mean, uh, are you used to it? Do you feel like you're like an LA? For oh, life I love LA. From literally the second I stepped off the plane, I was like, oh, these are my people. Um, no, it was just there's so many creative people with so many like different mindsets, different perspectives, different backgrounds, and it was so refreshing because I came from a small town of like literally a thousand people were in my town in Wisconsin, so I wasn't really exposed to very much. I was also homeschooled growing up, so even less exposed, and so you'd. Think I would step off the plane in LA and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Uh, but I was just like, my goal was just like, I gotta figure out how to make enough money so I can move, what if that's move to LA. What if that's what you did? You like looked out, you like stepped off the plane, like, oh no, thanks, I'm out of here. And I mean, gotta, fair, yeah. absolutely fair. That also to be said, like, you don't have to move anywhere specific to be to do music, especially mm. now that social media exists. And I actually encourage people to stay where you're at. If it's if you're in an affordable place with affordable food, affordable rent, affordable gas, like just stay there make your content like don't move until you absolutely have to they'll come find you now they'll come yeah, yeah exactly because la is expensive it's very expensive I, I i feel very blessed that like my my youtube channel was taking off at around the t same time that i wanted to move and and like i said the the covers were life-changing for me and rachel you're, you're still on the east coast or like do you feel yeah. the 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 drive to move out here at all I love coming here and working with everybody. Same thing, like, everybody's so creative out here, and I love working with people out here. I'm here probably every month, if not every other month. So I feel like I already kind of am bi-coastal in a way. I go back and forth. Like, I feel like you really don't need to be here in order to be a successful artist anymore. You have social media. It is a lot to do with the connections that you can make, but you can make that anywhere you are now. Yeah, absolutely. So... There's times where I'm like, I'd love to come out here and stay for like five months. Why not? But maybe one day. It's never like, never say never. Yeah. Never say never. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Madeline, you famously, of course, went on um, AGT and mm -hmm. had the whole song made out of <laughs> comments. And, and yeah. two observations from that. First, I think it's cool that that song isn't nearly your most streamed song. I think that would be that would be that would be nice if I you know that like your song from the show isn't like your main song. I think that's really cool. Um, but since that song was made out of you know um, hate comments, hate comments, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Show, if, yeah. If you want to you know, pause this video and 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 look at and look at uh, Madeline's hate comment performance on AGT. Um, but since you kind of put it out there on Front Street. Uh, 
what had the comments been like? What were the comments like after? Where was everyone like, oh, you're great after all? Like we 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 were you know, we were wrong. Surprisingly, actually, I got started started getting a lot less hate comments, but I also think it's because they know I'm gonna write a song. <laughs> so if they leave yeah. a mean comment, I'm like, You're well, giving your fuel. I'm gonna make money You're off of it, fuel. so yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everything can be monetized, right? Yeah, everything can be monetized, exactly. <laughs> um, and so, so Rachel, what have you got? You got a tour coming up, right? You're doing tour in yes. September. Yep, September and October, yeah. Um, what do you like on the road? What's life for you like on the road? Have you done, how much touring have you done? I've done one tour before this. I love it. I tour with my band, they're incredible. Um, it's great. I'm like in love with live performing now. I think it's the best thing in the world. There's one thing of like being online and being able to share it that way, but also meeting everybody that supports you in person, having the crowd sing back to you and actually getting that face-to-face -face connection is insane and the best feeling in the world. Speaking of in person, you you the timing of your 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 careers, you were kind of getting it together during COVID, during quarantine. So, do you feel like that was actually like a beneficial period to you because you could kind of I do. Get your get your stuff, your shit, your shit together. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, the first year of my career was online, actually offline. I took a year with my management team and everybody to actually figure out who I am as an artist and I started writing music and I never was releasing it. I was just figuring out what my voice was and how I wanted to be and who I wanted to be really. And it was such a cool experience to actually get to process like and figure out what I wanted my sound to be, who I am as a person, and I didn't have to do that all online. It was really refreshing to actually get that time with myself. Like, literally nobody could leave the house, where I got to learn so much about me and what I want to say to everybody. And then when it came time, that was when I started all my social media, releasing everything. But there were benefits. There were pros and cons to it, obviously, for everybody. But um, I definitely missed the live space, but now it's back. So I'm very happy that that's here again. <laughs> Are you a healthy person on tour or a let's go out and... Very healthy person. Very healthy. <laughs> I've, I, that's one of my favorite questions to ask, and I feel like I've gotten more recently. I've gotten more, no, I'm healthy. I get, I get to bed soon. We just interviewed Cannons for the last episode, and Michelle from Cannons with her amazing outfit, she would think she'd be like the life of the party. She's like, no, I'm in bed by like 10 o'clock. So um, I just think that the days of like rock star behavior of kind of like, you know... Not for me. <laughs> Touring's hard already on its own, bare minimum. You're already exhausted, and then your voice, when you're exhausted, performs differently, and so then you have to like make sure you're taking care of it. And because no, if you lose your voice, you can't play a show. Exactly. Very yeah. important. Yeah. Um, and Madeline, you've had this interesting situation that your album will drop, and then your child will drop. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I know. So normally you would do um, interviews like this. You'd be doing shows. You'd be doing TV. Um, so, but you're going to be on, uh, maternity leave basically. Yeah. So what, yeah. Are, what have you, have you thought about what you're going to do like once that time comes to promote the album? Um, well, luckily mm. the album comes out in, in August and then we have a few more videos that'll come out in September, October, and then Banking the content. baby comes at the end of November. I think it's perfect timing because it's already that holiday season, which is already, like the industry slows down anyways mm. during the holiday season. So I'm like, it'll be perfect. I'll get to take a little bit of time off. I say that now, but then I'm You're not be, taking any I'm time off. I'm going to be back working like a yeah. week into it. I'm going to be like, come on, pass me the paper. I'm ready to write. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm excited for Baby. Um, I'm excited for the album. It's funny because like we didn't really plan for 
to be releasing an album while being pregnant, it just kind of happened to coincide at the same time. Like mm -hmm. my doctor was like, you have to, you have to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so we've just been trying for the past two years. And so then it ended up happening at exactly the same time. <laughs> my management, my management team was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's so much. Um, no, but it's actually been so fun. And I, and I think like having the album to think about while being pregnant has been a, kind of a relief because I feel like otherwise I'm kind of a little bit neurotic so I feel like I would just be like thinking about the pregnancy all the time but luckily I've had like photo shoots and video shoots and interviews and sessions and so I've stayed like quite busy um which is, which is great for my brain it's <laughs> also really cool to document like yeah, see yeah, it exactly. during the process yeah. of like you're saying you're making videos and it's cool that you're gonna look back on those and yeah. be like, "Oh, she was actually in me." So. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she needs to do like the Blue Ivy cameo on a song when she's two. Are you gonna do that? Like, have the like? Oh, yeah. I mean, if she if she's a singer, I don't know. Yeah. I I can sing, but Jimmy can't. So there's like a 50 50, a 50 chance 50. here. Oh yeah, yeah. Or maybe she'll be like a a, a trumpet player or something. Yeah. Maybe she, the musicality I, will manifest itself. I can only imagine she's gonna have a very loud uh, personality. <laughs> there's <laughs> no off, chance she's gonna be quiet and reserved. No, yeah. no, 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 no. So before I before we uh, end this, I I, I want to know about you guys when you're not making music. What are you guys watching right now? Are you guys, what's your streaming habits? Oh, no. <laughs> I, see, I, see the, I see the husband nodding his head over here. <laughs> off, off, love okay. Island, The Bachelor. Oh, oh, oh my, my God, God, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody hates my answer because they're like, Rachel, like, anything else. I it's so Love dumb. Island. <laughs> love Island is my thing. Do you no, guys, it's great, yeah, yeah. Do you guys have a <laughs> ranking system for dating shows? Like, there's the good ones and the bad ones, or are they all kind of... Love like... Island's the best, in my opinion. It's great. I love, I, I, I love Love Island. The Bachelor can be good sometimes. Hit or miss, you know what I mean? Um, um, the one with the pods on Netflix. What's it called? Love oh. is Blind? Is that what it's called? No, no. Or is it called... Um, mm. which, what, what is it called? We'll Jimmy. Pu <laughs> we'll, we'll put it underneath the, we'll put it at the bottom of the screen right now. Isn't it Love is Blind? I think it's Love is Blind. Where, Love where, is blind where, is where, the one where they that, like meet each other in the pods and then they have to propose before they like come out. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I will have There's anyway, so many. That we'll one's to, great. We'll There's get... so many. You'd like that one. That one's great. Okay, okay. So you you guys <laughs> so you guys don't watch anything do you guys watch anything like deep and serious <laughs> or is it all like So I'm like really into mental health. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I mm -hmm. love listening to interviews. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. a big fan of that stuff. So I wouldn't say it's on streaming, but big YouTube watcher. Love watching the one-offs that I see. Motivational speakers is definitely my thing, too. Yeah. So I definitely have a deeper side where it's not always love. So you're, you're, you're a TED Talk person. Big time. Do you, I, could you, have you thought about what you would give your TED Talk on if you were going to do a TED Talk? Hmm. Put you on the spot. No, I, I, well, I, I That's assume, interesting. Well, I think a lot There's of people, a lot. A lot of people that watch them actually have ideas for what they would say. Of so. course, yeah. As long as you get the cool headset with the, like, the Britney right. Spears Sound legit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do you have do you have a uh, when you perform? Do you, have you thought like would it be cool? If you had, like, the, the I have thought about it, but I'm not a dancer, so I don't know if I need. You're not doing choreo. <laughs> yeah, not yet. You yeah. never know. Never yeah. say never again. But I don't Can, know. Do you have, do you have do you have moves? Mm, I think I'm gonna stick to singing. Okay. I don't. I'm not okay. Sure. okay. 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 All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Um, we'll put your socials right underneath there right now Amen. right there there it goes um and give us the date on the album release hollywood dead drops august 23rd really excited about it full-length album 12 songs yeah I'm, I, I'm excited it's basically been the music that i've been writing for the last four or five years all 
describing my journey of like coming to LA, being excited, hitting that disillusionment stage, giving up who I thought I needed to be or who I thought I should be in this industry, like allowing that grief process to happen and then coming around to the realization of hope that like all of these experiences I've gone through and all of these hardships that I've experienced are making me a better person, a better writer, a better artist. And then also coming around to realizing that I would not be doing anything other than music. <laughs> well, I feel like I just watched a Netflix movie right now. That was like, that was, that was yeah. so, and, and Rachel, when's, when's the tour kickoff? Tour is September and October. So September it's 20th. 12? Oh, okay. I was going to be starts. cool. And, yeah. My, I have a headline show, and then September 22nd is the tour. Okay. Um, but I do have a song coming out in September as well called Hope You're Proud, and that song's about losing somebody very close to you. So always releasing music as well, so definitely check it out. Okay, great. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, yeah, thank you. And, of course, uh, that'll be it for me. Go to popdust.com for the latest in pop culture and music news. Follow me on Instagram at Jordan Edwards Studio. Follow Demi at Demi underscore Ramos. Until next time, we'll see you later.